0: The tougher days come in where you have to not only do school, but then come home and study all night or write a paper all night. So then you don't really get to spend time with the kids because you have too much to do. Like, that's the only problem, I think, with school is that it's never just eight to five or, you know, like a normal job. You come home and you have to keep studying. You have to keep doing schoolwork. It doesn't just stay at school.
1: Welcome back to the Single Parent Conflict Podcast. I'm your host, Demetrius. We're going through our first series, titled The Single Mother's Conflict, where we're talking with mothers about their own conflicts while raising their kids. In this episode, I talk with Raquel, a mother, college student, and Air Force veteran. She talks about what it was like to learn about her pregnancy while still being in the military. She also brings up what it's like to co-parent her children while working on her master's program in medical biotechnology. Now, if you haven't already... Click or tap on that follow or subscribe button to make sure you're notified of when new episodes to the podcast drop. How are your um, grades doing in school? So school's over. How did you do?
0: Um, not that great, but I guess it was a first semester. So I was I guess I should be proud of it. But it's it was like one A and four B's.
1: Right. I'm trying to figure out why I wouldn't be proud of one A and four B's um it could have been better okay that's all all right uh not bad for a master's class but uh uh so all right i'm gonna take it all the way back all right so in the beginning um so how was your life you know as a kid growing up before you had kids before all that how how was how how would you consider your life as a kid
0: um i know i had a lot of fun Mm -hmm. you know it sounds weird but i had a lot of fun and I guess it was just hectic because my mom was always working. So Richard and I were just, you know, breaking stuff or playing or out in the street playing with our friends or just kind of doing whatever we wanted. So that's probably what made it fun.
1: Yes, you and your but, brother Richard. And this uh, pre moving from New York to PA? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then, um okay, so how long ago after did you move? What age?
0: They moved. I think
1: I was 14 when we moved, 15. Okay, all right. And then I know you don't like PA, so tell me about the the, the move here and how, how did that make you feel? And the reason I'm asking this is because I know that um, they're probably like kids like me, like I never had to move. Um, like I was lucky enough to be like, oh, okay, from a kid all the way up to um, high school, like I got to stay where I am. And um, it was very important to me um as you know now so jeremiah my son i keep trying so hard to keep him in the school issues and now because i know like uprooting yeah. it's hard um so what did that how did that make you feel when like moving and like leaving your friends and all that
0: um i think for you know elementary school i had one school junior high school was two schools and then for high school i went to four different schools wow so that's kind of foreign um okay. but the, the worst one was definitely the move from New York to PA uh, because my brother and I just we fought a lot. We fought a, a ton. And for us to have to move out of state for to, you know, to probably give him a better life. That's how I understood, you know, when I was 14, 15, I wanted to kill him. You know, I was miserable. Yeah. Ninth grade was like the best year of my life to date. Ninth grade was the best. And uh, I found out a week after ninth grade was over that we were moving to PA. So I didn't get to say bye to anybody.
1: Oh.
0: See, so, you know, 10th grade comes around and everyone's like, hey, where's Francis?
1: Gone.
0: It's me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Francis is in Pennsylvania.
1: Have you gotten to talk to anybody since like you move or mm-hmm. since it's not at your order? See him on Facebook, see him anywhere else or like. No,
0: anyway? not really. I mean, I, I see them around, but I don't think I knew anyone long enough to maintain a you know, 10 year relationship with them yeah. from high school, at least.
1: All right. And then kind of like fast forwarding now, and you have two kids now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, so tell me about like uh, the average day that you have with them. Like how, like what's a Monday, like what's a Tuesday, like in the uh, Raquel household.
0: All right. So I'll just do like two, just two different days. Cause there's half the week Ellie's with her dad and the other half she's with me. Okay. Um, so when Ellie's around, you know we wake up six o'clock and get them ready or just give them their clothes so they can get ready they and have Elle. breakfast
1: oh is your daughter how, how old is ellie
0: ellie's four.
1: Oh snap okay cool.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so uh they get ready we lucas gets on his bus i drop her off at the sitter's house and then i come back here i probably have coffee and then i head to school around eight o'clock and just school all day until about four then i go pick up ellie lucas is already home from the bus um come back i cook if i you know remember to take out the meat or i just go buy something
1: really important taking out the meat
0: yeah yeah i see yeah. why my mom wanted to kill us whenever we didn't do it 100 and so-, so when ellie's with her dad it's about the same thing you know i just don't have to go to the sitters or make sure there's two different showers instead of just one, you know. So kind of the same thing throughout the week.
1: So Lucas being your oldest, and how old is he? He's 10. Okay. Cause it may it's funny because you say all that and it sounds so easy. I'm like ah, I just do this, you know, with coffee and all that and <laughs> which is which is great. But now take me back to like right when you had Lucas then and like I know like how far along after you had Lucas did Um, you joined the military then so talk to me about that a little bit
0: oh okay so i joined the military the i guess a year after my high school graduation so lucas wasn't he was he didn't exist yet so i joined the military first and then um i was 18 and then i had him at 20.
1: oh you were already in i didn't realize
0: that. yeah i was in already
1: okay so then how does that Because i know this that's got to be hard i so when i did the military i had a jeremiah after i will in the middle of it but for the most part like he wasn't even born yet when i went to basic so i never had to go through like the oh i'm you know i'm far away from him or i'm not around him like that you know lucky right. for me but so how did that work with you okay now you have a son and it's like oh shit now i gotta uh, I said I wasn't gonna curse, but whatever. <laughs> now I gotta <laughs> now I gotta, you know, go and do my growing up stuff. I'm I'm in military, like so talk about that. Like how how do right. you feel like during that time period?
0: Well, I mean, I I can't believe I can't imagine, you know, Jared, like having a kid like you know, like you did on the way and then you joined the military. That seems worse in a way, you know, because it thankfully women have options in the military. And so if you have if you get pregnant, you have the option of staying in or you can leave. They don't they won't
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: They won't Is knock that you every that. branch, I wondered. I I think I know at least in the Air Force they gave me the option. Oh. So I guess the at that time, when was it? 2009, 2000 no, I lied, 2010 when they gave me that option. They said, you know, um you have, you can stay and work. You know, you have your maternity leave and come back and work or you can leave and at that time I was going through um a dish like a medical discharge anyway so I was gonna I was gonna leave regardless so I essentially ended up staying home with the kid for about three months paid because I was in the middle of pro- out processing so I loved it like I didn't have a, the hurdle of going back into the military oh uh, okay after having okay. him I just okay. stayed out
1: okay yeah, I didn't know about that option either. I was just like, ah, I probably have to, you know, I'm thinking like it's maternity leave, right? You have your little time. Right. All right, now I'll suck it up and go back to work or, you know, but um, oh man, which, you know, I think maternity was is very important, but I think that's really important too. Like, hey, you have, have that option. Wow. I don't know why I didn't know that. Well, I guess, cause I'm not a woman. I don't know. Maybe. Right. Yeah. Could
0: no, it, they don't, they don't do really research. say it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know about it until I got pregnant and they were like, Hey, you want to go back to work? Do you want to get out? And I was like, "Ugh." that's kind of cool that I have the option, but I was getting out anyway for a medical discharge. So it didn't, it didn't matter.
1: Wow. Okay. So then I was going to ask then, what were the biggest regrets? But do you regret joining the military then? I mean, like, because like that all happened seemed to kind of, you know, work itself out in the way where you're able to kind of, you know, so do you have any regrets? Do you think, do you have a positive experience in the military?
0: Um, I 100% regret joining, you know, I, I should have never joined. And of course your mom and your dad are always telling you, Hey, don't do this. Don't do this. So of course my mom <laughs> always, she's always right. And obviously not for the, the same reasons, but it just so happens to come out that way where she just didn't want me to join at all and that I was too young to join and this and that, but that has been a dream of mine since I was about six. So she wasn't going to stop me obviously. Um, but I definitely think I should have at least gone to school first and mm-hmm. then joined
1: yeah. so basically you would have been you thought you wouldn't find had you been a little older maybe a little yeah. i don't know about mature but but maybe right did a couple things first before just saying ah, i'm out
0: right yeah 100 okay. because then at least at that time my school was paid for because we were you know on government assistance so i could have just went to school for free anyway i didn't have to risk my life to go to school for free I this is just true gone
1: this is true because i think that's a big stigma too that people don't talk about where it's like yeah it's patriotic and i'm like yeah you know if i was older i'm like yes you know you fight for your freedoms and you know for america all that stuff but it's like but honestly when you're that age because i drove when i was 17 um it was like yeah i'm not thinking about it oh what was that free tuition oh yeah. Right. for this like sure I'll yeah. it. and, and it's like when you're that young like you don't even know what you want to want to do so right kind of kind of echo that but um all right. So you did your own military, military time and thank you for your service, by the way.
0: Oh, thank you, sir.
1: So then talk about like college. Like, so when you first started college, and this is before Ellie, right? When you first started. This uh, is like,
0: at this point, it's like college 3.0. Yeah. Okay. I started college so many times. It sucks. But um, I started, I think my mother wasn't going to sign the papers for me to join the military. And I graduated high school early. So I had a semester of, free time. And so she told me to go to school at that that one semester, I was waiting to turn 18. Okay. So, so I good. did that one semester at uh, you know, the school, what's it called? Northampton at Northampton.
1: community college, yep. Yeah.
0: And then um I was only there for a semester because then I joined the military, obviously. And then when Lucas was about two years old, I went to get uh I started community college in Vegas. So I, that's where I got my associates This is around two or three.
1: Oh boy. And then, uh, and then after that, you just, you kept going, what made you want to go back to school? Now you got your associates and you're like, all right, well, maybe I should keep going. What, like, what was the like motivating <laughs> fact?
0: Well, I mean, obviously you learn more. So then you realize that an associates isn't enough nope. in, in anything. Like you just kind of frustrated that, you went through all this work and only a two-year degree doesn't really help you a whole ton in like the in certain fields and so if i wanted to be a lab rat or a scientist associate's degree was not enough
1: so then so maybe you want to keep going What well, then you have so you have ellie right yep like it, and you were saying earlier like oh your day of your life you kind of do this like what was like the biggest like challenge like all right now we have two kids you know, you're, you know, a single mom at this point right now, and you're trying to make your way through school and it's a pain. <laughs> um, so, right. so, you know, like, tell me like some of your, like, like tougher days, like, damn, like, maybe, am I doing the right thing? Am I is going to right. school, right? Should I just be working? Like, what does that look like?
0: I mean, um, I think the tougher days come in where you have to not only do school, but then come home and study all night or write a paper all night. So then you don't really get to spend time with the kids because you have too much to do. Like, that's the only problem I think with school is that it's never just eight to five or, you know, like a normal job. You come home and you have to keep studying. You have to keep doing schoolwork. It doesn't just stay at school. And so I feel bad. Uh, I felt bad a lot because I have to keep putting them on the back burner every once in a while when a big exam comes up uh, or have like a huge paper due. I have to tell them to you know kind of preoccupy themselves with something else other than me um but they wait all day to come home to see me too so it's kind of that's probably the hardest part
1: yeah i was gonna say it's probably easier too, knowing that um maybe lucas is in school too maybe probably harder where ellie i don't know i'm not trying to speak for you because i'm thinking right. like no like, you know ellie is you know and her not being in school it's like well you know those decisions are like should i be home you know because you think of all these parents like oh, i'm going to stay home and um because i always want to be my kid but you know it's it's hard when it's just you you know and you want to you know keep right. pushing yourself forward but then what about your kids and i think that's the biggest like conflict of trying to do more for yourself because in the long run it's going to help your kids but like right. so where is that like balance like the circle of life of like ah, am i doing the right thing but i know i'm doing the right thing but do they see i'm doing the right thing yeah it's, yeah it's, a, big, yeah, it's, it's a, a
0: whole lot of sacrificing so that you know, in the end, hopefully it all pays off. Hopefully.
1: All right. So I just want to ask one more thing, uh, from you. If you could go back in time, pretend you're Marty McFly. Right. And, <laughs> uh, you could tell yourself one thing, um, that, you know, now that you didn't know before, um, let's say, I don't know, 10, 10 years. I don't know. Uh, maybe before the military, before all of that, like what, what would you, before your kids, like, what would you tell yourself?
0: Um,
1: Put you in a spot here, I know.
0: Yeah, I mean it's fine, it's fine, it's cool, no worries. Um let's see. It'd probably be a few things, you know. Mentally I'd be like, I'd probably tell myself to say no or put my foot down a hell of a lot faster than I eventually started doing that with people, you know, like I was definitely like a yes man and I'd help anybody. Uh and it it got pretty obsessive because I was always trying to help someone. And I was sacrificing too much helping people, and so I would definitely put my foot down way younger than I did as an adult. And I'd probably tell myself not to join the military.
1: Yeah, and helping people is important, but I'm starting to learn too. Now it's like, whoa! Well, in order to help other people, you got to help yourself first, right? And yeah. <laughs> so then it's like, oh, help, 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 and then you, you look behind you, and it's like, well, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> right. Right. So I'm yeah. The
1: one left behind. Right.
0: Exactly.
1: I want to thank Raquel again for sharing her experiences in life as a parent with us. Make sure you click or tap the follow or subscribe button to make sure you're alerted to when new episodes drop. Thank you for listening and hope you tune in to the next episode of the Single Parent Conflict Podcast.